0: Welcome back to The Spoop, and delve into the realm of historical horror flicks. Now what the hell do I say about historical horror? I've already talked about the influence of Mary Shelley with Frankenstein and the works of George Melies at the dawn of horror cinema, I've talked about black and white film, I've talked a lot about various aspects of the history of horror, but does that qualify as historical horror? Like, what even is a historical horror film? For the purposes of our selections tonight, it would seem to be a horror flick set in the past. Period pieces involving folklore and ghost stories. Horror films set in eras before the time they were made. Seems simple enough. So I guess I'll wax all philosophical about the period piece and horror in general. Now, period pieces can go either way. Either the distance from the modern era breaks the illusion and makes it hard to relate, or it harkens back to a time in the past, sets up a mood within that time, and lets that mood just ooze all over you. It's also... Ooze. 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 It's also, in modern filmmaking, a great way to get around a plethora of modern conveniences that work against the basic horror flick. Cell phones and Wi-Fi connections and TikToks. All of those can work to a horror story's advantage, but it also can be constricting in what you can plausibly get away with, especially since the, oh no, we don't have any signal on our cell phones trope got old super fast. It still exists, though. Still exists.
1: It is a legitimate reality, but apparently we're not allowed to use it.
0: Well, yeah, well, they used it just so so often uh, when cell phones became such a regular thing that audience audiences very quickly just started to roll their eyes and go, of course. Of course. <laughs> but where, you, where do you not need to concern yourself with the ridiculous plot conveniences like shipping your fodder off to a camp that bans electronics to explain why no one's got an iPad? That, that is the way they got around it in one, one movie, for sure. That's right, ship those fuckers right back into history. Back when being stuck in the middle of nowhere meant being stuck in the middle of nowhere, and if you wanted help, you had to walk 10 miles uphill both ways in hip-deep snow through 120-degree heat waves and a plethora of traps laid out along the unmarked trail you don't have a map for. And they did it all in high heels, too, goddammit. The good old days, where survival meant more than just phoning a friend. I guess maybe that's... What historical horror is, or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But we got we got two historical horror movies to talk about tonight. The first being Ooh. Vi from 1967,
1: mm-hmm. which was
0: my pick, and also the the first Soviet era horror film to be officially released in the USSR. It was it was the first USSR horror film to ever get released. It's an interesting kind of witchy folktale type of story with some amazing visuals. and
1: It really was. Like, I had a good time watching. I don't know what I was expecting, but uh, a coffin being used as basically a way to try and kill basically the man that killed her. Right.
0: And a coffin like, being it's... used as a fucking surfboard on multiple right?
1: occasions. Right? <laughs> I was just babbled because I'm like, this was made in the 60s. I'm like, damn. Like, holy shit. Good job, guys. Like, you guys did a great job with this.
0: Mm-hmm. And within the, um, the very restrictive um, guidelines of uh, what Soviet filmmaking was at the time, too, there, uh- there was a lot of rules, there was a lot of regulations, there was a lot of censorship. And they managed to get around a lot of the um, official rules in this one because it's based on a folktale. Ah. Uh, That's
1: how they got around it. Oh, that makes sense. That's really interesting cuz like yeah, it seemed pretty um I didn't know how to explain it, but like it didn't feel like it was something from, you know, the USSR. Yeah. If that makes sense, like it felt far too relaxed. Mhm. And uh, uh
0: I've seen, I've seen a few USSR horror films and
1: sure. they
0: all are very interesting because they all kind of have the same veneer of like the people who made it hated the restrictions being placed on them and they did everything they could to skirt around them <laughs> and in many ways succeeded to skirt around them.
1: I would agree. I, I definitely would agree because, like this, like I said, this does not feel like it was a USSR era movie. If that makes any sense, like. Yeah. And and, and from what I'm gathering, since you've seen more than a more than just this one.
0: Yeah, I've seen um, not a lot. I've seen like maybe three. I want to say.
1: But still, like that's more than I've seen. I've only seen this one, so. Yeah. Um. I I just I think my favorite part is where he was just dancing. Oh yeah. Right, he just, <laughs> He's just endlessly dancing, drunk and dancing. just looking <laughs> and his haircut cracked me up the entire time. I know that was a traditional haircut. I get it. I I know. I know. Still cracks me up. I'm sorry. It is it's a hilarious haircut. Yeah. Like I I I just just the, 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 the sorry state of things It kind of like, so we're watching through Deadwood right now. Right. Yeah. And like his trials and tribulations just reminded me of kind of like calamity Jane <laughs> getting drunk and fucking up. Yeah. I mean, like, Oh, well. And then like, you know, the, the coffin comes flying at him and he throws the salt around him. And he's like, Oh no, not to- <laughs> I just copy pasted like calamity Jane into it. Even though, I, we didn't start watching Deadwood until we after watched this, but yeah. Um, <laughs> still, like like referencing it now, like it makes sense. But I just I just love how the way of getting back at him was to request him, right? To bury her mm-hmm. and like and see do her the, do the last rites,
0: prayers over her body. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> like just as a fuck. means to
0: completely fuck with him.
1: Yes. And I fucking loved it. It was, it was hilarious. Like, I just, I, I was rooting for her the entire time. I'm not going to lie. Why wouldn't you? (laughs) But like, also just, he was such an idiot. Like, (laughs) good Lord. He is
0: one of horror's great dum-dums for sure. He is
1: one of horror's great (laughs) dum-dums and he's got a great haircut to go with it. Oh yeah. It's such a great face.
0: He's got a great dum-dum face. He does. Not to say like, anything he... about, you know, the actor or anything like that, but oh, performance, God, no. performance-wise, like, he he played a great dum-dum.
1: Yeah, he just had, like, a great, like, um, like, the guy who plays, uh, I'm gonna keep referencing Deadwood, cause, like, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, uh, the guy who plays, um, fuck. Now I can't remember his name. But the actor He's, in this he...
0: being, uh, Leonid Karavly- Karavlyov. I think that's right.
1: That sounds that sounds right. leonard
0: Leonid Krav Leonid
1: Yeah. Krav Leof. Yeah. The ov part is right. I know that much. Well, I'm just saying it how it's spelled. The... That's probably the smartest way you can go. <laughs> if they'd like to correct us. Yeah. Leonid, you still around? What? Uh you know that that yeah, it might be it might be a good uh, question. No, he unfortunately passed away last year in January. Ah, damn. Well, if yeah. Linid's
0: ghost would like to come on the show. We'd we'll be happy <laughs> to have him. You can tell us about making
1: uh making V. <laughs> I like how uh I like that uh it's also called a uh, spirit of evil. I think I saw, which which totally fitting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're really more of a like it felt more like a witch movie to me, like a witchcraft and demon movie.
1: Yeah, like like she was um, yeah, basically it, it's 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 like the Baba Yaga. Yeah, a little bit. Like uh, story, but like only she's not in a house with feet um maybe not anything like the Bobby Yaga story never mind ignore me <laughs> I, but like you know you know it's like it's it's it definitely holds like some some folklore like feel to it yeah um i'm trying to think i was trying to think of my words i lost my words oh no
0: what is full on uh based on a folklore story uh written by uh Nikolai Gagal. Gagal.
1: Oh he is definitely no longer alive to correct you <laughs> No 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 He he died in He's... 1852 Well
0: well if Nikolai's ghost <laughs> would like to come on the show and tell us Please. about writing V that would be wonderful
1: Right where was your inspiration, sir? Was it, in fact, a witch?
0: hmm what, what struck me, I think... Because I think this was the second time I watched it.
1: hmm And
0: it surprised me the first time and then reinvigorated um, the, the surprise the second time through just how, like, visually... Visually beautiful it is and just how insanely good the special effects are.
1: Right? Especially for the time period that it came out. Like, I was blown yeah. away. Like, I was... I was watching it and I'll, I'll admit like I only caught bits and pieces of the story. Cause like the visuals, like it was just so bright and vibrant and nice. And like, I was yeah. just having a good time watching it and just like kind of watching the story unfold. And like, I realized he killed her and then she, she seeked him back. And then after that, I was just watching him and like, he's got to go put her down. I'm like she got to come back. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't, I don't entirely understand why, but you know, it was. It was just. It was very fairy taley, like horrifically fairy y Because, yeah, d- good lord. Uh, but like, it was also very wholesome. Like, it was. It was. It got comfiest for me for a reason. Right. Yeah. It was a fun time. Again, I will. I will go back to him doing the dance any day. <laughs> he he did a good job at least with that one. And then
0: uh, Natalia Varley as as the the young witch. Mm-hmm. Who uh, I thought was great. Maybe, maybe um... I, I think she I'd is have to still give her, with us! I think I'd have to give her uh, second place in um, Scariest Corpse in a Horror Movie. Uh, first place going to uh, the woman who played uh, Jane Doe in The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh? You wouldn't believe that that the corpse of of a woman lying on a slab and never moving or doing anything could be fucking terrifying until you've seen that movie
1: uh, well spoilers now I know she never gets up
0: well y- she doesn't need to is the thing oh, oh God but Nat- Natalia coming in a close second she's a lot more active a corpse uh, yeah
1: yeah I would say <laughs>
0: but she's got she's I-, I love I love her expressions or, or just her glares. That she like when she's lying there all dead with her eyes closed, and then she like kind of sneakily opens her eyes and just turns and glares at him, <laughs> and then goes back to playing dead. <laughs> like it's so good, and it just it lets you know it's like she's she's got evil plans in
1: store. She does, she's and she's fucking beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. She so the voice was actually of uh, by somebody else too, which was which I found interesting. Oh. Yeah, it was voiced by a Clara rumyanov
0: Uh Clara Rumyanova. But yeah, that, and also, like, the fact that so much of this movie comes down to just two people in a room. That's it. It really does. That's that's all they, they had, and that's all they really needed.
1: It, you know, I'll agree. i a 100% agree. Like they did, they, they did they did a really good job of her laying there and being terrifying only for a brief. Also, did it not pass from nightfall to dawn very quickly?
0: It what did seem like very quickly. I'm um, like, but, but the nights got longer as they progressed for sure, which added to like the the wonderful surrealism of the whole experience. Like that, it it really captured that vibe of like you blink and like. Five hours have passed, and you're like, What happened? Yeah, you know? right, and
1: like, and, that, like, and that then
0: weird time dilation where it's just like, Wait a minute, <laughs> how long have I the, been here?
1: And then to be done with it and like realize it was only an hour and 20 minutes, give or take, right? Like, yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm like, But, but, but who I, I kind of wanted more, yeah. So, but like, apparently, they might have remade it. Uh, I saw that.
0: I think it's been remade uh, a couple of times. Once in Mm -hmm. the 90s, uh, there's a Serbian version called A Holy Place. Hey! And then a more modern version with uh, Jason Fleming. I love Jason Fleming. uh, Which came out in 2014. So now I want to go check out those.
1: Oh, I found another one that's called Gogolvi from 2018. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, and... I don't know if it's the same thing, but it's. Oh no, it's a sequel to 2007 film Gogol. Ah, okay. Never mind. Although there's a Vi too. Is Journey really? to China? What the hell? <laughs>
0: from 2019. What the hell with Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh wait, this is the one. This is the one with Jason Fleming.
1: <laughs> what it's from the 2019. Hell?
0: Is this, I think I saw, did I see a, tra- oh, I did, yeah, this is some, okay, I remember seeing a trailer for this, I don't even know if it was called Vi2 at that point, or, or V2 at that point. Oh, yeah, The Iron Mask, it, it got released as, too. In Yeah, in Eng- released in English-speaking countries is Iron Mask or The Iron Mask. Yeah, I saw a trailer to this, because um, I, I follow Arnold on uh, Twitter. Yeah, which I highly recommend. Arnold Schwarzenegger on Twitter is just like a boon of like like positivity and, and and motivation. Like that's pretty much all his fucking Twitter is that and like promoting his his movies and TV shows. Like it's it's very uh, kind of wholesome and inspirational. Aw, um, like even when he dabs into like in like making political type statements, it's very um inspirational.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: But yeah, okay, I remember seeing the trailer it, and it looked it looked like a wild crazy fucking movie. Um it like it. It did not look like a horror film at all. <laughs> it looked like a uh, a uh, like, you know, a fantasy epic. Um with maybe some uh, dubious special effects and CGI. But it it looked wacky, wacky as hell and knowing that it's technically supposed to be V2, and now I kind of want to see it more.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I'm definitely intrigued. I don't know what it has to do with the original, but I'm here for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm reading the plot, and it sounds like, aside from, like, at one point, there there's a Russian czar character that, that is introduced, like, it doesn't sound like it's it has much, if anything, to do with the original. Or even the uh, original uh, folktale.
1: I mean, fair. Robbing the
0: Chinese people while posing as... Uh, yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's it sounds like a historical fantasy epic. <laughs> <laughs> Completely <gasps> unrelated to to uh, the original. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Was oh, Rector Howe in this too? No, you oh, could They got Rector Howard Charles dance. Like, this this movie has an amazing cast. Hey. At the very least. The filming of the sequel had been started. Major film stars were planned to appear in the sequel. Initial reports had Jackie Chan, Jason Statham was and was apparently attached at one point, as was Steven Seagal.
1: <laughs> I mean, <it> makes sense. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, no real, as far as I can tell, see, now I have to see it even more if to see if they tie it into the original or the folktale at all.
1: <laughs>
0: loosely based on the story, V, it says. I'd say very loosely. Very loosely. <laughs> I would say very, so, so loose, in fact, that I don't know why they decided to include it or attach it to it at all, based on what I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs>
1: For shits and giggles.
0: Wait, and Charles Dance, you were refer- Oh, wait, no, this is the sequel to the first Jason Fleming one. Wait, 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 okay. What? The plot thickens. This is the sequel to the 2014 film.
1: This is an unfortunate side tangent that I have caused.
0: V- well, it's it's related to V in, in some extent. It's the, it's the ongoing legacy of V. Oh, um, this is true. Also, uh, also, the 2014 film was apparently released in 3D hey uh and this one was definitely a, a russian production uh stop production stopped several times due to lack of funding they started in december 2005 didn't get it out till 2014. damn um okay yeah, there's a lot more information about that one. as Okay, so that makes sense as to why the sequel seems like it has almost nothing to do with the original, because it's a sequel to a remake from 2014. <laughs> but even so, it seems insane and completely removed from the source material.
1: Yeah, i I definitely say. But now I have to track down both of these. Of <laughs> course. So-
0: yeah, no. V, v the original was very good. I believe I believe I've got it on. I think they still have it on Shudder. Uh or okay. maybe maybe Tubi. I think I think I might have first watched it on Tubi. But it is it is a great little slice of uh horror history, that's for sure.
1: It is, and it was a lot of fun to watch, honestly. Like I had a good time with it. Yeah. And it definitely should get added to the collection.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let's see. Got got a bunch of stuff from me. Uh, favorite story. I just, I love the simplicity of it and all that they do with the simplicity of it. Uh, True. Favorite poster, because the poster is as gorgeous as the movie itself. It's just a beautiful piece of art. Mm-hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. Comfiest. Yeah. Uh, mo- Most quotable. Wait, why did I say most? Well, I think I didn't write any actual lines down. But if I had to, if I had to uh, recall my choice, because like unfortunately we watched these a while ago, and I did all my votes a while ago,
1: right? Delayed <laughs> recording this episode.
0: But I I do remember there being some some good lines, so some fun lines in it, and I think it was also a case of um, after watching uh, the second film, Woman in Black, like mm-hmm. nothing in the Woman in Black stood out to me as being quotable. No. Uh, so this the V kind of won by default on that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, sleeper hit because it's fucking fantastic, and I think it's got a, a bit of a a awareness and, and popularity, but it could always use more. Uh, and most entertaining because when when Ghost Witch starts surfboarding on her her coffin. <laughs> Zooming around the room like a maniac It is Highly entertaining As was the climax with all of the demons Coming out of the walls Yes, and crawling that around was on the walls So those are the ones it got for
1: me For me It got Favorite kill Which was Probably his death Favorite story was also V. I mean it was just it was great. Uh favorite poster V as well. I, I like Daniel Radcliffe and all, but I don't like him that much. Uh <laughs> comfiest movie. Cause like again, it was just it was real cozy to watch. Whereas like we'll get into women in black, but like they the yeah. some subject matter. Uh it got most quotable. Sleeper hit. Favorite music. Favorite SFX. Favorite music because of the dancing part. I remember that fair. part so clearly. That's Most fair. quotable because of the dancing part. I don't care <laughs> that it wasn't words. Dance. I'm quoting the dance. It stuck out enough for me that it just wins. I'm not good at quoting anyway. <laughs> I get to determine how I vote on it. Favorite music, favorite SFX, because again, yeah, like considering the time that it came out and then just like everything else. Yeah. So and good. I'm. I'm...
0: For the life of me, I cannot think as to why I gave Woman in Black favorite special effects, so I'm changing it on the fly. That's fair. <laughs> because I vividly remember the special effects in V, and I fucking love them.
1: Yeah, I. the only thing I can think of is, like, the ghost stuff was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't and remember like, the effects and of like Woman the... in Black being bad, but... No, and, like, I think just, like, the entire set design was... Fucking beautiful. Yeah. They did a really good job with the set design. And like that entire scene where Radcliffe is in the muck and they're pulling yeah. up that that uh that wagon from yeah. from the marsh, like no, like that was really well done. But no, Vi, like in my opinion, like while that was really well done, V like just really stuck out more. Yeah. Um it and just, and she was yeah, I agree. Based on the fact coffin. that
0: like the 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 visuals and the effects in V like linger with me versus the ones in Woman in Black, which I struggle to remember now.
1: Right. So. No, and that's perfectly fair. Uh, and then uh, V also got most entertaining for me
0: because <laughs> of the dance.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, also because of the surfboarding lady. That's surf, so. the Coffin the surfboarding, coffin surfboarding surfing lady. lady. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to steal joe
0: Bob's shtick we we have coffin surfboarding add that to the drive-in totals yes all right so i guess that will take us to the second one
1: Women in black that
0: being the woman in black from 2012
1: specifically mm-hmm. um it was surprisingly more uh more spoopy than i thought it was going to be Right. But it also wasn't as spooky as I thought it was going to be if that makes any sense. Right. I was expecting it to be scarier. Mhm. But I also wasn't expecting it I guess to be as scary as it was. Like it it was it was too waffling on the scary for me. It didn't yeah. know how scary it wanted to be and I needed it to pick a fucking lane and it didn't. I think I'm mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it did waver between like kind of the spookiness and then like just, just kind of the drama side of things. Yeah, I think, I and, think it was well made, uh, and I like yeah. the cast. I like Daniel Radcliffe. It was cool seeing him in a role not Harry Potter.
1: It um, was it just it was really always. odd to see him playing a father, considering.
0: Yeah, like I this is one of the, the time, first things he did after Harry Potter, and it was like well, him as a dad. He's so young still.
1: He he really like, and he really really is because I think like I think we're and he just looks I think. Young. God damn it, Daniel. How old are you? <laughs> when were you born? 89. Okay, so he's two years older than me. So when Women yeah. in Black came out, he would have been 2012. God, he would have been like 25?
0: Um, 23.
1: 23. Yeah. I'm sorry, even in, in way back in the day, like, well, this is this is 20th century England. Okay, so we're talking because we're in the what the 21st century right now. Yes. Okay. Bruh. no, I'm sorry. Even even back then, like he's still young to be having like a a, a fairly large child. In my opinion, yeah. like, like for back in those days, his kid was
0: like maybe five.
1: Um, that's a good question. How
0: old what... is his kid? Um. Uh... I'm just trying but to remember um, how old the kid looked in the movie. I would say like five, maybe.
1: Four four. Four. four He's apparently okay. four or five. So, yeah. So
0: judging by the a- the age of the actual actor portraying him, he would have had the kid at nineteen. Which in olden times, okay, may- it's within the realm of possibility, but it's still it's one of those things that like like I was saying in the monologue where like sometimes historical horror based on certain things can like take you out of the immersion. Like seeing him so young with a kid of that age kind of breaks the immersion a little bit because you're like, especially coming so recently off of Harry Potter and watching him grow up and still having the mindset of him as kind of a child, even though he was not mm-hmm. like, it, it still was, it kind of breaks your brain a little bit thinking of him in a fa- It was the same thing for me um, seeing uh, Aubrey Plaza in the newest Child's Play movie being a Oh. Uh, and I think yeah. she, she may have been even more age appropriate. She just still looks very young. Yeah. But I, I was I was like I don't buy her as the the older sister, sure, but I don't buy her as mom yet. Um. So so yeah, it was kind of like that for me with with Daniel in this movie.
1: Yeah, and I don't even think it was because it was on the curb t- curb, uh, like on the curb coattails of um harry potter for me because like this is my first time seeing it i've never seen right. it before um so oh, i'm same. seeing it yeah, after so so it, it, it's not even so much his like his harry Potterness for me because at this point i know what his penis looks like <laughs> he's there's pictures of it everywhere right right All right. He went. That was like the first thing he did after Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. He he went on Broadway and he he fucking his schlong was everywhere for everybody (laughs) to see. All right. That's fine. I don't like power to him. Honestly, more more dudes should feel empowered enough to do that. That's fucking great. Absolutely. But in appropriate, it, places. Ha- in well, appropriate places, in, in appropriate in, places, in appropriate places and in their, Well,
0: in their body of work, you know, when yes. it comes to actors and whatnot. Yes. Thank you. I'm uh, sorry. I, th- I just realized. And I do, I do think think nudity. Like I'm not, I'm not a theater dude. I don't know much about theater, but I feel like nudity happens a lot more times on theater than it does in movies. Um, mm. At least I've heard more instances of actors going nude on the stage and never doing it in a, in a film so it's kind of a different um motif i would say
1: probably because it's not nearly as regulated i feel as in like it can't be distributed that way as easily yeah I like because a movie it's can get it's distributed yeah, and it's, it's not to say it's well it's gonna
0: be there forever
1: nowadays that's a bit harder i'll admit because like nowadays everything is filmed like, that's how we have Hamilton. Yeah. On, on you know, they well, set... yeah, and, they, performance can... Yeah, yeah. stage
0: play, And stage plays have been recorded for, for years. It's pretty much as long as you could well, record something.
1: now like they're just getting really and, good. Like, and, they look beautiful. And if beautiful. anything, you
0: could argue that the earliest film work was basically just them filming plays, because yeah. they have a lot of similarities. That's true. Um, but still, yeah, I could see it being, like, a little bit more removed from that, so you're a little bit more comfortable getting naked in front of just on auditorium full of people versus in front of a camera and that's guaranteed to be there forever but a lot of people still do that too like and that's it that you see that a lot with um maybe not a lot but you see that occasionally with like actors that grew up in the business mm-hmm. and went on to have careers as, as adults and hathaway comes to mind like as soon as she stopped being a disney kid like the first movie she did like she she was very quick to get naked and, and take on serious roles.
1: That I think Miley was it. the same way, only it was Miley more definitely, in her music.
0: Yeah, Miley definitely mm-hmm. ramped up the sex appeal. And, well, and she actually naked.
1: she there's like this really um interesting like thing going on that like if you look back at like what Britney Spears did, what Miley Cyrus did, um Christina, all of those people that kind of unashamedly just like put themselves in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. whether they wanted to or not but kind of just ended up being there the way the the transition that has been made like think about it like paparazzi is still there don't get me wrong yeah but like how often do we have them chasing them down in cars anymore
0: not nearly because well i won't say not nearly as much because i haven't followed it but i will say i don't hear about it nearly as much
1: right and, and, and like i'm not saying it's completely gone i'm not saying that their invasion of their privacy is not still an issue it's probably more yeah. on a digital for- front now than well, on now, a now it's shifting imp- gears
0: to shit like um the, fa- and- the fappening, basically like stuff like that where it's it's no longer about paparazzi's hunting them down in in like the course of day-to-day life to snap unflattering or compromising photos now they're going right to the source or trying to, which is scarier.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Scarier. Yeah. Anyways, because like, then that's why I said like can be digital, as private They're... as possible, and it can still get out. Which is no. You got to
1: do it horrifying. like Michael Sarah does. You got to do it like Michael Sarah does. Michael what Sarah does Michael doesn't Sarah even have a. Do? Michael Sarah doesn't even have oh, a he completely... Oh. He's completely disconnected. Well done, Michael. Yeah, like I he agree. won't even hear that. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, I mean, he'll, like, he'll
0: hear it through the void, maybe.
1: Through maybe. He, he but like, he, apparently, he don't need
0: to hear it. No. I'm 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 proud of you, Michael.
1: Right? Like, no. I was reading an article where Michael was like, "No, I have no interest in any of it. Like, I don't need it. Like, it's yeah. not. I don't care. Like, I, I'm paraphrasing horribly. He said a lot more eloquent stuff on it, actually. Um, right. but but it, it, it essentially boiled down to, fuck Suck that. Fuck all that. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, That's
0: that's a good mentality. And more, yeah, more I'm going I'm to be a hundred percent
1: honest.
0: Again, like you mentioned it. And also when I was talking to Jack, he also confirmed it, that there's a growing number of uh, younger people out there that are mm-hmm. abs- uh, absconding or abandoning uh, smartphones for mm-hmm. flip phones and, mm-hmm. and older technology just because they don't want the fucking hassle of it. Yeah. And, no, and that legit. That makes me really fucking happy.
1: Mm-hmm. Like to the point where, as if it becomes a big enough thing, I'm actually considering making the change myself.
0: I would have to look into it more, just because the issues with second two-factor authentication tied to phones and shit like that. So I would have you to. You get make you get basically a BlackBerry. Sure.
1: You get a BlackBerry, right? You get, you legit? They st- now sell Blackberries again. I like, just remember switch,
0: switching phones being a huge pain in the ass in a lot of ways that I didn't consider until after the old phone was gone, and then I got screwed over a little bit, so I'm a little hesitant to just jump into it, like, blind. But That's it would definitely be something I would be interested in. Mm-hmm. And would recommend to anyone that is able to do it, for sure. Oh, yeah. But, side tangent aside, so back to more Woman in Black and specifically mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe cuz one of the cuz this is one of the uh modern hammer movies as well.
1: Oh, uh, is one, it really not the first but
0: one of the first, yeah. Oh. And and it's also a remake. Uh the original Woman yes. in Black was was also a Hammer film released in I want to say 89.
1: Which uh, is then based on a gothic horror novel written okay. by Susan Hill. Hey. From 18 from 1983. Oh, okay, that's cool. Mhm. Uh, there's also uh, yeah, you mentioned the the tel- the the television TV film. TV movie. Yeah. Yeah, in '89, yeah. Uh, and then a screenplay by Nigel Neal. Uh, and then another film adaptation was released here. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one got a sequel,
0: I think, like a year or two afterwards. Oh, maybe maybe okay. three. I want to say maybe 2015 the sequel came out to this one.
1: So the book Women in Black was uh ad- adapted into a stage play by Stephen uh Malatrat. It is the second longest running play in the history of the West End after The Mousetrap.
0: Huh. That's interesting.
1: Huh. Yeah. It'd be cool to see
0: this on a stage.
1: Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I I I'd really really be interested in seeing it. Like so I think my biggest issue with this movie is nothing that is of the movie's control, really. Right. And it's that it was, like, PG-13.
0: It is, yeah. It is a PG-13 horror.
1: And, which sometimes well, can well, still not be done think, very well, but... Yeah. But it just felt like there were moments where the horror could have been amped up a little bit more. Yeah. Um And... I, I I don't know or maybe it's just maybe maybe British horror just doesn't do it for me. I'm thinking what? British horror just might not do it for well, no because like it like in regards to actually scaring me, if that makes right. any sense, like it takes like they don't do their ghost stories well enough for me. well, not even they don't tell them in a way that scares me like say like Japanese or Chinese or um the Philippine. Like yes. horror yeah. really fucking terrifies me. And oh yeah,
0: they they capture especially ghost stuff very mm-hmm. well. They 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 know how to build the atmosphere
1: exactly. And like I I don't know like I guess I get lost like the the in, in the British storytelling or the English storytelling with their horror, with their ghost stories. Not that they're not good. Um, it just I I realize that they um they're kind of like. Okay, I I'm using a bad comparison, but it's the only way I can think of it. Like it, it it's it's like it's it's more story than it is focusing on the ghost.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of which, to be fair, I've seen. I, I that may actually be closer an issue with PG thirteen ghost movies from the Western side of the world more so than British. Because I can think of a lot of American PG thirteen ghost movies that also suffer from an excess of plot.
1: Yeah. They let I let plot think, get I in the way of the right. story
0: to once again steal from Joe Bob. But it's a yeah. great way of, of summing up that that vibe. Like it's it's hard to put other words to it that, that describe it so succinctly, but letting the plot get in the way of the story.
1: No, I I think you're 100% right, and it it does, like, and it's not that it was bad storytelling, it's just, I get, I get bored.
0: Where it's it's more of a, it's less a ghost story and more (laughs) a mystery. And the mystery elements come forward a lot stronger than the spooky ghost side of it. Like, the the American one I can think of that comes to mind that also I feel is... um, Guilty of doing that is uh The Messengers, which I think was sometime in the early mid 2000s with uh Kristen Stewart.
1: Uh, Which, uh, yeah, yeah, I I, I must remember
0: it just devolved into it was just like kind of a generic PG 13 ghost movie that revolved heavily around solving a mystery. Um, but but even that, like, because even even that format alone. I think can be done well because that also describes the legend of hell house. Mm. So legend of hell house technically fits that mold, but legend of hell house is much better at it. I'll agree. Um, Whereas, whereas uh, the ones like this one and and the messengers, I feel like they relied a lot on just like droning exposition. Mm -hmm. Between characters that kind of diminishes the, the atmosphere and the tension like there's not a lot of tension that that the, is built up um aside from like maybe right before a jump scare happens uh yeah and and they're usually always very cheap jump scares they're not the the good satisfying ones that we, no. we all kind of just even though we hate jump scares we still love those jump scares but just uh, the thing that that i thought that was potentially cool like like i think i think while watching this i had a lot more fun letting my mind roam to cool possibilities more so than the movie itself so like just you know daniel radcliffe starring in a hammer horror film and, and a period piece set in set in like gothic england and everything like that harkens back to classic hammer with uh, like the the christopher lee draculas and everything like that and I think it would just be so fucking cool because we have precious few just, like, horror actors, like, leading horror actors in the current mm-hmm.
1: era.
0: Like Christopher Lee, like Vincent Price, that, like, the horror genre, that's where they live. They, they might have done work outside of it, but predominantly they were horror people, and that's what they did. Like, and it would be so wonderful to me if, if Newhammer snatched up Daniel Radcliffe and made him their new Dracula or Van Helsing. And he does like five or six Dracula movies for new hammer and just gets to really sink his teeth into that role. He may be reticent to do it having already endured one long running franchise of films, but I just think it would be so cool to like to see like uh, something like Dracula 58 only instead of Peter Cushing as Van Helsing, it's Daniel Radcliffe.
1: Like, that would be incredible. <laughs> you I know, would
0: fucking love that.
1: That would be pretty cool to see. I'm not gonna lie.
0: And, and just like, especially in, I, I think, I think there could be a market for it currently too, because uh, just look at the popularity of uh, the Conjuring films, mm-hmm. all of which are are various like period pieces set set in. Years past, um, and just kind of gothic, kind of spooky ghost stories, that uh, and they they make bank, and pair that with you know we're getting more into we the pendulum's kind of slowly starting to swing back towards more more blood and violence in our horror, thanks to Terrifier two being a success, mm-hmm. which means we're probably also getting primed for a resurgence of sex and nudity in our horror. And what better studio to represent that than Hammer? Who did like the original Hammer did such good work with it in the 70s. This
1: is true. Uh, put,
0: putting in blood and boobs basically. <laughs> like so so to see the a modernized revitalization of that era of Hammer I think would be really fucking awesome. But that that was predominantly like the thoughts I had while watching this. I will admit I also I like for just because you know my franchise challenge that I'm doing this year, mm-hmm. um, prior to watching this, I watched the original. Um don't really remember it, found it pretty boring, quite frankly. Right. And I watched the sequel, which was okay. <laughs> okay so so mostly I, I think while watching this like I, I probably enjoyed this one the best out of all three Um, but even then a lot of the time my mind was just wandering to like oh man wouldn't it be cool if Modern Hammer like the current iteration of Hammer just did this and returned to its roots that would be fucking awesome and get mm. Daniel Radcliffe to be like star in like most if not all of them like that would be incredible and that was the bulk of my notes on this movie. <laughs> with uh, with accepting <laughs> one, I have I have one particular note in relation to the movie itself, which is this movie does not fuck around with killing kids. That's for sure. <laughs> A lot of child yeah. death in this
1: movie. Right there, like, damn. I was They're like, brutal who- to the kids. whooey
0: they, they Which, gave no fucks. To the movie's credit, that in and of itself is pretty um, pretty impressive given that it was PG-13. Was it PG-13?
1: I thought it was. It, it felt was like, like it for CD the lack of R-rated. attention to death.
0: Because now I, I realize I didn't actually... Oh yeah, it was PG-13. Fair okay,
1: enough. I was about yep. to say, they like showed no blood, no nothing, and they showed no death. Like, I was amazed that a skeleton was allowed on the freaking <laughs> screen, alright?
0: But hey, just the concept alone, even if it doesn't get too graphic, the concept of killing that many kids
1: in a movie is impressive yeah.
0: for PG-13. Yeah.
1: I'll admit, you aren't wrong. But,
0: yeah, I think that's 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 the bulk of my thoughts on Women in Black. It got, it with got such favorite a favorite di- kill such... from me,
1: I think that was about it. Uh, Wait, no, no it, didn't. it didn't. No, it got scariest movie from me. Yeah. Cause I thought she was gone, and she wasn't. And then he got did run by a train. Yep. Train went chew, motherfucking chew,
0: <laughs> chew, chew, bitch. Basically. Uh, but yeah, no, and especially like recording this, so it, it's such a distance from having seen it. Like a lot of it yeah. doesn't really stand out to me.
1: No, like, it's it didn't. Kind of,
0: it's like my memory of it is a bit like I know I've watched it. I I remember little bits and pieces. But it doesn't stick in my mind as vividly as a lot of other stuff, and certainly not as much as V does.
1: Right? No, like one hundred and ten percent. Cause yeah, it just didn't hit the same.
0: No, not and not to say it was like offensively bad or anything like that. No, it just it it hits that middle of the road. Like I'm wondering what it, what did I? Oh, I gave it a, I gave it a seven out of ten. Uh, and that was probably a good deal because of, you know, production design and everything. Like, the movie looks fucking beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I do
0: remember that. Like, it, it, it's v- filmed very well. Um, the performances are good. So, like, on the technical level, it's very good. Um, but just on, you know, scare factor and just personal enjoyment, it kind of is is in that, like, it's a movie. I saw it. It was fine.
1: It was there.
0: Yeah. But I did. I did give it a few things. I gave it favorite kill. I can only imagine that was that was uh, out of. Um, uh, I feel like the the kills were more more vivid than in V. And, yeah. And also, and also just having the balls to kill that many children, like <laughs> just out of respect alone, I got to give it favorite kill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> scariest movie. Just I think that was more just like an atmosphere thing because a lot of a lot of V's atmosphere was it was almost like whimsical and comical in a lot of ways as opposed to like trying to hit like a purely like we're trying to scare you vibe this one whether it right. succeeded or not definitely had a stronger we're trying to scare you vibe
1: so, yeah
0: and uh favorite music which i'm sorry i can't remember the music but apparently i liked it more in this than in v i'll stand well, by that because like i Honestly, can't remember music from either of them at this point. So
1: you know that's that's perfectly fair, because honestly, neither can I really. Yeah, and that's no fault of it. No, that's it's just the fault of it's been a bit.
0: Yeah, well, like we watched this these movies like what two months ago, maybe. Yes. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah, it's very delayed.
1: Just a little bit. It's fine right, though. <laughs>
0: But uh, yeah, I guess we can move on to ranked in our custom category for this month. Most historical, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> ranked movies for me: number one, V; number two, The Woman in Black. And most historical also V, followed by The Woman in Black. Uh, I'm trying to think of my selection. Pro- I think I think V just like it felt like a more felt more like a a historical folk tale that you'd hear around the campfire. Um, it it felt more like an accurate representation of that. Whereas the woman in black also kind of fits that motif, but it's a lot more long winded. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think that was my thoughts on that.
1: So my ranking and my most historical were the same and it was V and then the women in black. So ranked V was just like, it stuck with me more, even after the fact uh, the Woman in Black didn't. That's how I kind of ranked them. Yeah. Um, And Missed Historical because, like, I didn't, couldn't, for the life of me, figure out when V was set, so I just gave up and said, well, V was in 1967, <laughs> and The Woman in Black was made in 2012. V went!
0: <laughs> well, actually, yeah, like, you can come up with, uh, thinking about it now, you can come up with a very logical, real-world reason why why V should be labeled most historical, that being the first horror film made in the USSR, that's therefore true. It, it is the movie itself is rather historical.
1: It it really do be.
0: Whereas the Woman in Black was just a movie released by Hammer in
1: 2012. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Not was, that it was. It, bad. was, a, it, was a, it was a
0: bit historical in the sense that I think I I I was under the impression that it was the first of the new Hammer. Releases, I, I realized mm-hmm. I looked it up and realized it's not, it, but it may have been one of the first New Hammer releases that was re, wide, re, re, eh, widely released theatrically. So, in that sense, a little bit of history there, but not as much as V. That's
1: no, fair, still interesting though. Yeah, Ah. Huh.
0: all right. So, we can do Dank scores and then the final dank. points. So for V, dank score, drug count of 1, alcohol count of 7, nudity count of 0, kill count of 2, sex count of 0, for a total dank score of 10. The woman in black, drug count 0, alcohol count 6, nudity count 0, kill count 10, most if not all of them, well, most, because Daniel Radcliffe also bites it. But most of yeah. them children. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sex count of zero for a total deng score of sixteen. So woman black hey. wins on the deng score front. And then as to the points we gave it, uh, V number one with one hundred and twenty points to the woman black's forty five points. And unlike the main show, I I didn't do uh, matching bonus or um, deng score bonus just because points don't really matter on this show. So I figured yeah, eh,
1: might
0: as well just keep it to the points we give them. That makes sense. And in in the on the topic of points don't matter on this show, even though technically I won, but also it's my turn to pick for next month.
1: Hey, uh, and
0: I'm gonna pick. It's, it's getting warmer. It's uh, summertime. What what better way to celebrate summer than with killer sharks?
1: Oh. And
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Or deep blue sea. I had a feeling you were gonna pick that one. I, I'm going to rewatch
1: Sam Jackson get eaten within the first 10 minutes of a movie again.
0: <laughs> I'm going to do something, something rare for both shows that, that we typically don't do. And I definitely typically don't do. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the obvious choice jaws. Oh, because <laughs> I think it'd be fun to talk about jaws. And then also it sets me up to watch all the jaws movies for my franchise challenge.
1: Oh. I see the alter ulterior motive here. Yeah. Well, now you also have to watch the entire Deep Blue Sea franchise, too. You're welcome. Oh, that's true. They did make yep. sequels. I'm they made two and down.
0: three. Okay, I'm going to have to hunt those down.
1: Three has no one you'd recognize in it.
0: You'd be surprised well, who I recognize. Actually, that's, that's, that's incorrect.
1: <laughs> Brad may, Shad uh, may right. had Mayweather's in it. Who? Oh, his face looked familiar
0: no i didn't hear the name
1: oh uh never mind his face looked familiar but I don't, his name is brashad mayweather
0: hmm. name does not sound
1: familiar. what about an emerson brooks that name sounds
0: more familiar
1: okay he I was a lie, national treasure
0: have... i haven't seen much
1: sure. yeah oh he was an ncis
0: I've seen intermittent episodes of NCIS and most of the time when I watched NCIS I only really fully paid attention when uh, Abby was on the screen.
1: Uh, For reasons. (laughs) I mean, fair. Okay, you may Uh, be right. I may not recognize anyone from Deep Blue Sea (laughs) 3. Michael Beach is in uh, Deep Blue Sea 2. Okay. He
0: looks familiar.
1: He does look familiar, which is why I pointed out his name.
0: But I may also not know anyone from
1: Deep Blue Sea, Mm-mm. too, as well. Hey, And they look like they're real winners, too. I mean, listen, it's
0: Deep Blue Sea. I'm sure... Like, even drawing from the original... Fun, silly, killer shark movie.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I, lo- I love that's, the OG that's all, Deep Blue, that's Blue Sea, though. That's all
0: I expect from, from a Deep Blue Sea movie, quite frankly.
1: Right? Oh, no, I... I... Oh god, I I'm excited. I I haven't watched Deeply C in a very long time, so no. I'm yeah, very I don't excited. think I've seen
0: Deeply C since it came out on video. Like cuz I remember I I didn't see it in theaters. I remember we rented it and I watched it then. And that may have been the only time I saw it.
1: I don't know when I watched it. Time is hard for me. It was some <laughs> point in time between the time I was born and now.
0: Well, some point in time between the release of the movie and now. Yes, sure. unless you got a time machine and I can't share my secrets and, like that. Uh, all right, fine, <laughs> keep your secrets. I will. <laughs> that wasn't Daniel Radcliffe. That was that was uh...
1: fuck. What's his name? I, you're asking the wrong from, uh, person. From Lord of the
0: Rings and uh, the faculty in Sin City. Oh, 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 there we go. Eyeball Wood. bugger.
1: Creepy eyeball bugger, man. Oh God. Goddamn. <laughs> well, he no, got I'm sorry. Pretty... You can come on
0: the show anytime you like to yell at her.
1: By all means, but you know you do. <laughs> you know it. They're beautiful, sir, but they're also scary. When you use, you gotta. It depends on how you use them. He is. If you use and, them,
0: and to the point, to the point of actors like leaning into just becoming horror icons. I love how hard Elijah Wood has has leaned into. He being,
1: really being has. A I, guy. He he scares me. Like, his yeah. Uh, mm, he at creepy. So, at some point,
0: at some point this year, I'm gonna watch his. Uh, is, is maniac movie remake. I want to watch that with you. Okay. I'm going to watch both of them and I've seen the original. It's pretty heavy.
1: Oh, is it?
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: you, that one. I, I,
0: oh, but I, but I will also say you've seen heavier. <laughs> I can't, I can't say nothing for how heavy the remake might be, but apparently it did. It, it was well received. That's all I know, which means okay. it, it probably goes at least about as hard as the original. But uh
1: Okay. Well, is just, the original from 2012? 2012? No, that's the remake. That's the remake The original with? was
0: The remake, yeah, that's the re- remake from uh with Elijah Wood. Oh,
1: oh god, yeah. Okay, that's the one that I keep seeing and it freaks me out because his his eyes are creepy. Yeah. I <sighs> you know the what? I'll let you like I'll let you watch it first.
0: I mean, or just like look up both of them. And like skim through plots if you, if you wanna, uh-huh. to see if it sounds like something you may or may not want to watch. Um, ahead of time. Like I'm not I'm not planning on watching them anytime. Okay. In, in the immediate future, it's just it's on my yeah. list of stuff to watch this year.
1: Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to take a look and take a read and see. Oh he scalps women. Okay. He does do that, yeah. Well, well he's, he's going thing. from eighties to 2012 mm. and Elijah Wood being a creepy motherfucker. <laughs> oh god, when he wants to be creepy, he's so creepy.
0: He is. He does he does he does great creepy.
1: He does.
0: So there you have it. Thanks to our super unbeatable scientific process, we have determined the single greatest historical horror film of all time forever. It's V. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you think there's a better one out there, by all means, let me know what it is over on Twitter, at BoomScrublord. Until the spoof comes around again, this is your humble reminder to get melted, XOs.